0: Welcome to TMZ Live, Harvey Levin here. Charles here. So uh, there is a new, pretty explosive lawsuit that was just filed by a former housewife, uh, Leah McSweeney. Real housewife. Real housewife, yeah. As opposed to a fake housewife. (laughs) Right, well, as opposed to just, you know, a run-of-the-mill housewife. I thought we could use code here. One of the Uh, real housewives. But this has to do with um, Andy Cohen and the housewife franchise, um, whether they in any way pressure people to use various substances, including alcohol and cocaine. Right. Uh, Leah McSweeney is the former Real Housewives of New York castmate who has filed this lawsuit. And Leah McSweeney uh, fans will uh, know that she has battled alcoholism. And she says that being on this show, uh, absolutely, she feels that the producers took advantage of the fact that she was battling alcoholism and actually didn't really... um, help her in that battle. In fact, it, they made it worse by plying her and the people around her with alcohol. And the, I think the more explosive part of the lawsuit is the fact that she is accusing Andy Cohen of actually doing cocaine with other castmates. Um, and she says in this lawsuit that that leads to a bad environment for people like herself who are uh, you know, dealing with uh, substance abuse issues. So this is what she says in the lawsuit. Cohen intentionally uses cocaine with his employees to further promote a workplace culture that thrives off drug and alcohol abuse, which leads to a failure to accommodate employees who are disabled and attempting to remain substance-free. Defendants, with the knowledge that Ms. McSweeney struggled with alcohol use disorder, colluded with her colleagues to pressure Ms. McSweeney to drink, retaliate against her when she wanted to stay sober. I have to say, I mean, there's a lot there. One is that, you know, if it's true, and I have no idea, but if it were true that he were, you know, he was using cocaine with other employees, can't do that, right? You can't do that as a boss, period. You cannot do that. You should not do that. I have no idea whether that's true or not. But the other thing in terms of alcohol on the show and all, um, if there was pressure, if there was pressure to do it, especially knowing somebody's right. an alcoholic, that's wrong. But if there wasn't pressure and there was simply alcohol available, that would be like an alcoholic going into a bar. You know what and you're then getting saying, into. What is this? What, why is there alcohol? Here? Right. You, you should know what you're getting into. Uh, Leah actually talked about some of these uh, circumstances around shooting the show and her alcoholism during an interview with ABC back in December. Now, she had not filed a lawsuit at that point, uh, but... You could kind of hear it coming in what she said to ABC.
1: The same week that I got the call to audition was the same week that I relapsed after nine years.
2: The Hurricane
1: Leah night. Oh, yeah. What was that night like for you? When you think back to that, when you watch that? Horrible. (laughs) I was so nervous to see myself. And what are people going to say? They're going to say, you're a drunken disaster. You're a horrible mother. You were disgusting. You know, instead, they loved it, which was really messed with my brain, you know, because I'm like, this isn't funny.
0: So, I mean, there she's talking about how the audience took it, but that doesn't really speak to whether or not people on the set, people in production were encouraging her. Yeah. I mean, look, if if, if the people on the production staff were encouraging an alcoholic to drink, it's simply wrong. But if, again, if it were just available there and if there were options, you know, of non-alcoholic beverages, right. that's a whole different well, story. And to that point, you know, she was also on Real Housewives Ultimate Girl Trip. Right. Um, we found this scene and I gotta tell you, I, I think this really hurts her case. This was uh, during a, a scene uh, for girl tr- Girls Trip uh, where everybody was gonna be drinking, but watch what happened when Leah entered the room.
3: So, tonight, we have a nice dinner,
1: and we have a nice cocktail. Love it. I know you guys have a mocktail station for me somehow.
0: I don't know. That seems to be like they were it, trying to help her. If, if Well, I mean, it looks like they were offering her a non-alco- non-alcoholic yeah. option. Right. So again, they shouldn't be pushing alcohol on alcoholics. That's number one. Cocaine shouldn't be doing, and shouldn't be. Um, the boss shouldn't be doing it with the, with the cast. Again... We don't know if that happened. We know that's the allegation. If it's true, it's wrong. But again, if somebody is an alcoholic going on a show where you know there's alcohol, because we've known about that for, what, 15, 20 years? Ever ever since they've been doing reality shows like this. It it, it is the same as going into a bar. Yeah. Uh, Someone who I think probably understands uh, Leah's situation more than any other, and that is Luanne de Lesseps. And Luanne is joining us right now. Uh, Luanne, welcome to TMZ Live.
2: Hi, how are you guys?
0: We're good. We're good. So, uh, first your, uh, your reaction to, uh, to this lawsuit.
2: Well, I mean, I, you know, I can't speak for Leah. I can only say my experience. Um, and listen, you know, housewives, part of the housewives is, you know, parties. And of course, there's drinking involved, but you know, it's not like anybody forced her to drink. You can't, force someone to drink something, you have to be the person that picks up a drink. Um, so, you know, I know that's been, you know, it was hard for her, it was hard for me. Um, but, you know, at the end of the day, you are the one responsible for your own self.
0: Is there a feeling, Luann, when you're shooting, you're right, no one can force you to. I just wonder, I'm putting myself uh, as a castmate in these shoes, if you don't drink and you're uh, for lack of a better word, boring on camera, right? And you're not as lively, then you're, is there, is the feeling that you're gonna be left on the edi- editing room floor and you don't get airtime and therefore you, you end up the off the show eventually?
2: Yeah. Right, no, I, you know, I don't think so. You know, for me, first of all, I did Ultimate Girls Trip, the very first Ultimate Girls Trip. Um, and I remember very well, Kyle said to me, wow, you know, you, you didn't drink this whole trip. And you know what? You're so much fun. I, you know, I just think, you know, you don't have to drink to have a good time. Um, Maybe that was Leah's experience, but it certainly wasn't mine. You know, I had the best time with the girls on Ultimate Girls Trip. I spent seasons not drinking on the show. Um, Of course, alcohol is there, but it's up to you to choose to drink or not. And, you know, and if you feel like you're no fun when you don't drink, then I don't think you should really be on the housewives to begin with. I mean, you know what you're getting into. You know what you're signing up for. Um, it's just part of you know the housewives I mean a lot of cats are not big drinkers um you know so I, I feel like sure there's pressure there and but it's really up to you to to, to say you know I don't want to drink and this is me um and, and so I don't yeah I disagree with that I don't I don't think anybody's forcing anyone to drink I know it is difficult not to drink because I have been there um, but my personal experience is that you know I can have a good time without alcohol and um, and if you feel that it's too much pressure for you, then I don't think you should put yourself in that position.
0: What about the uh, allegations of cocaine um, that are in that lawsuit?
2: You know, I, I think, I know, I've known Andy, I've been on the show for 15 years on The Housewives. Okay, it is not in Andy's character. Um, it is certainly something that I have never been privy to and um, never seen him do. So I, you know, that comes for me as a surprise because it's never been my experience and I've never heard in the 15 years I've been on the show of Andy doing any drugs with any housewife. That is for sure.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, And we should say, uh, officially, Andy's reps did contact us and they deny all the allegations in this lawsuit against him. Um, Luann, as I said, you've been sober now uh, almost five years?
2: Well, no. I, you know, I, like on the last Ultimate Girls trip, um, I said, you know what? This is, uh, we're, we're on a girl's trip for one week in St. Bart's. Um, and so I, and I say it on the show, I drink on occasion and this was an occasion for me and I had a great time with the girls and I was drinking. I, you know, I drink responsibly now. I've, you know, I've gotten back in the driver's seat in terms of, um, my issues with alcohol and, you know, I'm in a good place with it. And, um, so, you know, Leah was sober for nine years um, I had my years of sobriety, you know, like I said, no one forces you to drink. Of course, it's an environment of drinking. And, you know, again, I was on an Ultimate Girls trip where I didn't drink at all. And I had uh, a, a se- couple seasons on the show where I was not drinking. Uh, so it's really, you know, up to you. Um, and it's a personal thing. Uh, so, you know, for me, you know, sobriety is an important thing, of course, and it is for Leah. Um, so I hear what she's saying but I, I can't agree that, you know, that she was forced to drink. Uh, I never forced her to drink ever. Um, you know, Leah comes to my cabaret shows, here she is with me at 54 Below. Um, you know, I think Leah's a great girl and she's had some issues in the past. And, you know, and I think, you know, she, she struggles with it. And um, so I, you know, I understand where she's coming from, but I can't say I agree. Um, of course, I have known Andy for years. Um, and is not in his character, and I've never ever seen in the years that I've been doing the Housewives any drug abuse.
0: All right. Uh, okay. By the way, you mentioned your cabaret show. How's that? How's that going?
2: Oh my God, it's going great. Um, you know, I'm on tour. I'm going to Boston on Friday, and I'll be in Connecticut at Foxwoods on Saturday, and then I'm doing a big show in Los Angeles. So I hope you guys will come March 22nd. I'll be at the Will turn. So
0: Oh, I love cool. the Will Turn. That's great. Um, great venue. Yeah, no, do you have a matinee by any chance? Yeah, we need to I go to bed at seven. You can, right. can you do it at two?
2: Well, normally the show is at eight o'clock. Certainly you can stay up for a couple hours to see <laughs> Mary F, <laughs> F is the name of this new tour. It's 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 so much fun. Um, you know, it's a, it's about who we marry and who we F and who we we're not killing anybody, but who the ones we want to give up, you
0: know. Right. And, we know the old so, game. <laughs>
2: Yeah, so it's an all new show, I'm, I'm excited, and um, and I hope you guys will make it.
0: Well, thanks so much for being with us, Luann. We, we really, it. really appreciate good it. Good luck with the tour. Yep.
2: Thank you guys, good to see you. We have seen
0: in recent weeks and months, uh, Kanye West's wife, Bianca Sensori, topless. We've seen her in uh, see-through raincoats. Um, we've, we've seen, seen her, her butt hanging out. We've seen a lot of her. seen a lot of her. <laughs> We had not seen this much of her until they stepped out in Paris last night for Fashion Week. I don't know if, I'm not saying that like it's an excuse to not wear anything <laughs> uh, from the waist down. She was wearing pantyhose, essentially, but nothing on underneath. No. Nope. And that's hence the black bar. Exactly. The black bar is there because her, her vagina area, her crotch area is exposed. People online actually are very angry with us, apparently, because I guess we got the anatomy wrong. I guess it's not... The vagina, it's the vulva or something. Oh, like no, I, I, I those okay. some are people, I'm just saying that you. it's it's fine, we're adults. <laughs> we can talk about this scientifically. I mean, yes, I don't that know. is true. I consider that this the vaginal area, I think is I don't know if it's okay. a good thing. Okay. Okay, okay, we, we get, Garcia, get it, we get it. Let's have three dudes talk about a woman's backstroke. anatomy.
4: We get right. it. <laughs>
0: Anyway, um, we know oh we know Fabian. Bianca very well now. Let's just say uh, that. and you barely recovered from the dog thing yesterday, so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wait to see what kind of, what kind of tweets you're gonna get today um
4: so So they were over there in Paris fashion week you guys and Kanye and her have been going all around the city and yesterday her outfit choice just like every other day is very questionable and a lot of people are asking you know is she like a muse to Kanye is this all Kanye or is this actually her creatively expressing herself in these outfits so let me ask
0: Nikki I want to ask you a question because you're the one that really sees all these pictures every day isn't Wasn't Kim kind of amused to Kanye when he started dressing her? We never saw her. No, I know, I realize it's different, but he still dressed her almost like a muse, right?
4: Correct. Harvey is right. Her style was definitely at the top of her game when she was with Kanye. He's very creative. He's very artistic. So when he does dress people, he's got a fashion sense. However, it's weird to see Bianca in these barely there outfits and he's covered head to toe with a mask and his hands are even covered with gloves. So it's just very, very, very weird. But
0: it, weird, but he, he, here's the thing. Look, are I have... not say weird, but it works in a certain way? Well, no, what I'm going <laughs> to say is, look, I have... Huge issues with Kanye West because of his anti Semitism. That said, I mean, when he was dressing Kim, it elevated her into a different stratosphere. And I always thought that was kind of a one off because she was famous. But he's kind of done it again with Bianca, and she wasn't famous. I'll just say this the silver lining with all the Kanye stuff, for straight men anyway, is that Bianca is being (laughs) trotted around half naked or fully naked. And it's great to see. That's all I can say about that. I thought we had suggested, Fabian, that you did not speak <laughs> I, I don't
4: know why you're, the, the, you the
0: continue, as, as your attorneys.
4: Um, <laughs> the people running the floor actually asked him if he had anything else to chime in with, and of course he uh. chimed in. But I will say, to Fabian's point, when we do put these things up on the website of Bianca and Kanye, especially Bianca, she does extremely well for yes. our website.
0: I mean, not, not just well, top of the board. I mean, she's number one, and, and that's why I'm saying... No, she has definitely become a, a someone thing. that everyone is looking out for on the internet every single day. And that's what I'm saying. But it's now like, the question is, so what? when they go out next? tonight, what, is she just going to walk out nothing on? I mean, it is still chilly. It's Paris in February. Like... Cool, Th- that's your takeaway from this? I'm just worried about her health. <laughs> well, I will uh, say this,
4: Charles, they did get them out earlier. They were leaving one of their hotels and when they walked out, there was yeah, a bunch of fans. I wanna roll
0: this video, Nikki, because I, I think it's very interesting. They, they walked out of the Ritz, where I presume they're staying, uh, and they were greeted by a crowd of fans who clearly uh, are supporting Kanye. You remember he posted a video a couple days ago saying he wants everyone to boycott Adidas? Well, listen to the chants they heard when they walked out.
3: <laughs> Adidas! Say that louder. <inaudible> Adidas. 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 <inaudible> Adidas. I, I
0: just have such an issue with this, I, and, and 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 help me out. Here. Look at he's encouraging no, them. No, like, I, I know. Say it louder. He even signed that, that phrase, which we can't say. Is blank, it a little Adidas. troubling that Europeans are supporting an anti-Semite? That's as my point. Yes, it's a little troubling yes, considering yes. the history of Europe and anti-Semites. Also, I'm just saying, yes. it's a little troubling. You know? Also weird that's, in Paris. Fabian, that's exactly what I was thinking when I was watching this, that are they really chanting that about Adidas or Jews? And I honestly think a lot of this has to do with Jews. I really do. And I'm sorry for turning it that way, but yeah. when you hear that, I, I, that's all. I mean, the positive is there are far more people there not chanting it than there were people who were chanting it. I, 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 I understand that. But small group. It it bugs me. I get it. Hello, my name is Thomas Sikhozin. I'm from Long Island, New York. Uh, I believe what Bianca Sensori has been recently wearing is showing us a gray area between fashion and straight up nudity.
3: Uh, this hasn't been the first time she wore something like this revealing. Just look at the covers of Vultures that Kanye just dropped. Uh, after seeing this, I doubt so shot though. Uh, I mean, if Kanye likes it and she likes it, if Kanye's happy, everyone else is happy. To be honest,
0: I don't know if the officials in Paris are thrilled with people walking around naked. She's got. She's getting the headlines. Yeah. Who else is there? I don't know. What if the police are there to meet them next time they go? Anyway. Uh, okay, we uh, got to uh, move on. This yeah, I've got to talk to uh, this, talk about one of Kanye's buddies. Wow. Travis Scott uh, is right on the edge of some serious trouble with his twenty-three million-dollar mansion here in the Los Angeles area. This, so this is on a hillside in Brentwood. Brentwood. This is Brentwood. Look at the fissure there. That is a massive crack. And, and this, you know, we have had record-breaking rains here over the last month, and it has compromised hillsides all over the place, but this looks so precarious. It certainly looks like one more massive rainstorm and that thing is gonna slide down is how it looks. What's strange is that's certainly how it looks, but so far officials are saying they're not concerned that it's gonna slide.
3: Yeah, so geologists uh, are basically saying that there's actually
4: five homes involved, not just Travis's, that they're all safe. But like you guys said, I mean, it is supposed to rain later on in the week, and I can't imagine that's good for a giant crack (laughs) in the side of a a hillside.
0: No, and, and you know, it may be fine today, but what they're not saying is what are the projections if they get soaked again? And I got to tell you, even if it's okay, when you go back to that picture and you look at that picture, think about any prospective buyer. Um, if he decides to sell, or people below him decide to sell, yeah. any buyer who looks at that and yep. they're 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 going to run figuratively yeah. for the hills. And by the way, you should know you're not seeing it there, but there are several homes down below in right. the valley below that. So. They're also very concerned.
4: This is this is rich people problems though, no? Uh,
0: yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes, but it's a twenty-three point mean, five million dollar home. That for him, yeah, but this is happening all over the city. I mean, there are and, and you know And some by the way, some of the homes down below are not, are not massive million dollars, yeah, like that, multi-million right. dollar homes. But it's a really serious problem. And um we just can't take the kind of rain that we're getting, honestly.
3: Hi, I'm Darian from Arlington, Virginia. And um, can you imagine spending that much amount of money just to realize that your property's a, a Um, Knowing Travis Scott, he rated so hard, he might have created that crack himself um, outside of Mother Nature. So, um, but it's still a lot of money for that crack, so you're never gonna be safe. So it's gotta be very, very stressful.
0: Can imagine going home knowing that, you know, your your home can slide off at any yeah. given moment. How, how do you sleep at night if it's raining? now, right? I think if it's raining, you, you get out. <laughs> crack is whack. <laughs> well said. Rodney Jones is the man who has uh, filed the lawsuit against Diddy, the, the latest accuser. We told you he filed a $30 million lawsuit, accusing him of uh, sexual abuse, uh, accusing him of uh, trafficking, trafficking people, drugging yeah. people, and, and there's just a litany of allegations in this long, long lawsuit. Right, and a lot of people uh, had some questions about Rodney's motives coming forward uh, because we showed you yesterday that. A few weeks before he filed this lawsuit, he had posted a video um, directing people to a GoFundMe and in this video he said, look, I didn't get paid royalties. He was Um, really grousing about money. Right. About specifically and exclusively money. And that was the only thing he complained about and then he asked for uh, people to give to the GoFundMe so that he could sue Diddy to get his royalties. That's all he talked about. Then the lawsuit is filed and it's all about, you know, the, the headline in it is the sexual abuse. So people were wondering if he just made this up. Did he just follow along with things he'd seen in Cassie's lawsuit? Cassie's lawsuit and other people making allegations. And was it sour grapes over money or was this legit? Well, uh, Rodney's attorney, Tyrone Blackburn, says that people are not giving Rodney a... uh, a fair shake here and that, as he puts it, he says, victims of sexual assault respond to their trauma in very different ways. There is no uniformity in response to sexual trauma. Mr. Jones is a father and Christian. He was willing to sacrifice his rights concerning his assault in an effort to protect his dignity and the dignity of his family. Mr. Combs was made aware of Mr. Jones' claim for assault from the moment Mr. Jones made his intentions to sue clear. Although we don't know when that moment was. Was right. the moment before or after Cassie? That's what we're not I sure. I think it was It was after Cassie, because they had that becomes, sent a letter. Well, that, that becomes right. relevant. Right. They had sent a letter, yeah. um, I believe, it, within a month before the lawsuit was And that filed. doesn't, you know. And it doesn't really, say one way or another. Yeah, really. You don't know one way or the other. I, I'm not sure that the timing of it really matters that much. Yeah. Um, but uh, there are, there is an allegation there about a woman. Right, underage. An underage woman um, that that came to a party that was drugged and then raped. There are photos that are in the lawsuit that show uh, Diddy and they claim that this is Diddy with an underage woman. There's another one with his son, Justin Combs. And again, uh, Rodney claims that this is Justin with an underage woman. Well, um, uh, Diddy's attorney, Sean Holly tells us that two women, one came forward, uh, the other is very much known. Uh, The woman in the photo with Justin is his girlfriend uh, and there are plenty of photos of him with uh this girlfriend and she she says, is of age and she is well of age and says that's me i was at that party that's me in that photo uh that's what sean holly tells us and then also the woman in the photo with diddy uh sean holly says she has spoken to that woman she came forward she contacted sean holly and said um uh, you know, that's me. I was at that party with Diddy. She is, I believe, in her 30s. 32. She doesn't want her name out there. She is a mother, and she doesn't want people basically to know. Now, this is, again, This we're not saying this. This is what Sean Hawley, was representing, right. who was representing Diddy, is saying this. Right. So and But I will say we spoke to Sean, put us in touch with that woman. We spoke to her. We've seen photos. It is, it's her. She's of age. So that part of the lawsuit doesn't seem to be holding a lot of water, but Sean says she's spoken to those people and they're willing... (laughs) to come forward and say that, so.
4: And can I just say, in the middle of all this battle between Diddy and Rodney, there is a huge attorney battle going on here between Sean and Tyrone. Uh, I know we've been speaking with both sides. I've been speaking with Tyrone. And the way he's put it to me is he says, Sean, don't mess with me. It sounds like they have more evidence in the vault that they're ready to use. So I'm just curious to see what's gonna happen in the coming weeks, because they seem like they have a lot of ammo here.
0: Out of Atlanta, man, I was in that group that understood really what was going on, but kind of had like a small glimmer of hope that things weren't true. Hard to still have that hope because this feels like it's been brewing for a while. Right. Um, We knew Diddy was a freak. Right. We assumed it was a consensual freak type of deal. Right. And so now it seems like since this has been brewing, this has been these have been the rumblings. I mean, even a couple of years ago, remember when he had that Ebenezer Scrooge Christmas
3: Day um, Renaissance when he gave everybody
0: that access to their masters. Even then, people were saying things. Things were coming. So, I mean, if he does have to
3: go down, put him in a cell next to Rob.
0: Thanks, guys. Well, there's been nothing, <laughs> nothing proven. Uh, these are allegations that have been made by Rodney and Diddy has denied them. So, and honestly, regardless of what people have heard and what yeah, they think, there's nothing just proven at this. One point. thing we're we're on the outside of all of this, so we don't know and a lot of these things get worked out with discovery depositions and trials right. and we're we're not even close to that yet so these you know you've got two sides warring we don't know which side is right, right. We, we, we really don't. Okay, taking a break. All right, when we come back, Courtney Kardashian, the victim of a $4 million heist. But what they stole is really interesting. It took a bunch of diet products from her Lemmy line. I didn't know that you could have that much stuff, but we will show you how this went down and who they think the suspects might be. Welcome back to TMZ Live. Courtney uh, Kardashian is on the hunt for a missing truck. And I don't mean just, you know, pickup truck she's driving. Uh, a truck that was carrying I'm $4 sorry. million dollars worth of goods. Weight um, loss products. Weight, weight loss, loss products. gummies. Right, from her Lemmy line. These very popular, obviously. This is a, uh, seriously, this is a bold heist. A bold heist. It's in a warehouse, right? And people had fake IDs. And they got right, into the warehouse. To actually w- get into the warehouse. Yes! Um, were t- the police saying that they had to show um, an ID. They had to have a, a badge swiped. that they swiped to get in there. And then,
1: and they had fake paperwork, fake identification. So, you know, looked like they were supposed to be there. And guess what? They got that truck filled with $4 million worth of, you know, fat burn products. How and How much they do drove those bottles
0: cost? I'm trying to figure out how It's about $40
1: million. for a oh, bottle. I I mean. This was specifically the burn <laughs> so product. So these are like weight loss gummies thousand. and weight loss products. Ten but thousand. the crazy thing is, is once they took the truck away and like disappeared to wherever, um, they actually sent an electronic ransom note to the company? Basically, you know, obviously trying to get some compensation for By this the truck. the
0: terrible idea. Terrible idea. Again, I watch a lot of Dateline. Ransom doesn't work anymore because they have cameras and what? how do you drop it off and then get away with it? Well, hold so on. We don't know what ransom, ransom is. Wait, well, we didn't know. So we don't know what the ransom 90. letter says. What if the ransom letter says that you have to deposit less, this much crypto somewhere? And now you can't track it. I'm telling you, ransom is so 90s. <laughs> um, but Yeah, I mean, they got in and they got all this stuff. I'm assuming it's that there's insurance for this for her, although I'm sure she can afford it anyway. Right. But that's a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and a grand theft report was actually filed with law enforcement, so they're looking into it. But you gotta wonder is this like because. Weight loss is, like, such a big yeah. thing right oh, now. Oh, for sure. Ozempec, like, now it's like, oh, let's get anything we can for and sure. sell it on the black market or whatever. I mean, everybody's
0: so- into it. Although, although maybe the mastermind is saying, I said Brinks. <laughs>
1: <You>
0: what <know, watch laughs> we got drunk. gummies. <laughs> now, what are we doing with, what am I going to do with this? But, boss, it's $4 million worth.
4: Hi, this is Susan calling from Sunny Palm Springs. I feel for Kourtney Kardashian and her company having lost all that product. I'm wondering if it's an inside job. It seems like they knew exactly what was needed to infiltrate that warehouse. I hope they get the product back, and I hope the people are taken care of and taken to jail. But in the meantime, it's a great publicity because I hadn't heard of the product before. Now I want to go get it.
0: Oh, now a conspiracy theory. Huh. By the way, of- it would be 100,000 bottles. I knew that. I, I Did you? Because when, when you said 10,000, it didn't make okay. sense. I totally knew that. All right. Um, <laughs> it's like, yeah. what are you in? I was off by a zero. It's what do you imagine? Me. You go to prison, what are you in for? Gummies. Gummies. <laughs> Weight loss gummies. Okay. Um, speaking of conspiracy theories. Yeah. Uh, Kate Middleton is uh, still not up for public appearances. Uh, we told you weeks ago, the palace announced that she was in the hospital. She was going to be there for a few weeks. And then when she got out, she needed... A couple more months. She had had a, some... They they said it was some kind of an abdominal surgery. Right. Well, yesterday, uh, Prince William was had an appearance um, that he was supposed to attend, and he canceled it. Um, and they didn't really say why other than to say, Kate's doing okay. She's right. doing fine. She's recovering. Well, that sent Twitter a Twitter. Y- yeah, and now people think uh, anything... Uh, from I mean, there's so many theories—a Brazilian butt lift. Some of them, some of them might be possible, and then others are just ridiculous.
3: Well, it also makes sense because we haven't seen Kate since Christmas, which is a couple of months. So. It kind of opens the door for did she have plastic surgery? You guys mentioned a BBL. Is she having a mental breakdown? Okay.
0: Kate Middleton not doing a BBL. It, it, a, well, just, other, no. other
3: conspiracies. No. She's growing out her bangs. She's working or was. Okay. at a Willy Wonka fact. There's just a lot of conspiracy the Willy going Wonka out there. one,
0: of course. Is playing off of the viral Willy Wonka experience, which is so now they're saying the that way. she's working at the. I mean, some of these are ridiculous. But what
3: about the one that says that she gave her kidney to the king because you know he's going through some some health issues himself? So there's that one as well. That
0: one's ridiculous.
3: <laughs> I, I, I want to do. Look,
0: this is I, this I, is. I knew this was going to happen. Do you remember the day that the palace made the announcement? We were sitting here and we said. This is going to make it so much worse. Which is exactly what I was going to say. Either say nothing yes. or, but don't half-step. Because when you half-step, everybody's going to oh. try to fill it in. A hundred percent. Maybe they
3: felt like they were getting ahead of it. Because, again, if she's not going to be seen for months at of time, obviously people are going to wonder, where is she? Where Where is she at?
0: You cannot say... She's in the hospital when nobody knew she was going in, and then all of a sudden, it's going to take her months to recover, and you're never going to see her until then. If you open that door, the door blows open, and that's the problem. I'm frankly shocked at the lack of PR acumen on the part of Buckingham Palace. That How could they not have figured out that this was going to happen? And by the way, it may be that he canceled because it was something serious. We don't know. Right. Right. I mean, we have no idea. I mean, there's something going on, clearly, I'm looking they see don't if want there to there talk any, about. Are there any projections of what the BBL would look like? No, uh, Charles, Charles there's no, no, there's not. But,
3: Harvey, going into what you say, fans are pointing out that they feel like the palace is being more transparent with uh, Charles's, with King Charles's diagnosis than they are with Kate. So they are thinking, like, there is something more serious going on because why are they being so open with Charles Right. And I mean, but By the way,
0: there's no transparency with Kate. There's none. Yeah. I mean, they just said none. she's just going to be away and we're not gonna see her for months until the spring. Well, they, they gotta know what would happen then. They have to know what would happen. I mean, we're joking around, but the fact that they've been so transparent with something as serious as cancer that the king is dealing with and, not talking and they're about not her. talking about Kate, it, it does kind of makes it, it a little concerned. It I know d- I know the internet's having fun with it, but I agree with you. I totally agree. When Kate
3: is seen, she better look the same. Her bangs better be the same. Her butt better be the same. Everything better be the same. Because if she looks different, they're going to be in a world of trouble.
1: Hi, I'm Dami Rock, and I'm calling from New York. And I'm a Brit, so, like, obviously we know that the royals are usually freeloaders. But this is going too
4: far. Like, if Kate needs some time off, she should certainly just take it. But the reality is, is, like, where is Kate? The whole point is, no one knows where she is, and not even a, a
0: photo saying hello, here I am, nothing. But yet we're focused on Prince Harry and Meghan not getting their security detail. Something is up. I don't know what it is, but something is up. Where is Kate? We need something is going on because, again, like you said, I think it's a really good point. If they're that transparent with Charles and it's that serious, yeah, what's going on with her? Yeah. Harking back to Britney Spears and Christine Aguilera and their, the infancy of their careers. Mickey Mouse Club. You've seen the videos of them on Mickey Mouse Club or even Star, star Search. Search. Um, well, Kinsley Murray, at the age of eight, now has her video that people are going to play 20 years from now. This is the video they'll when be she, playing. When, she, when she's a big star. When she's a big pop star uh, or maybe an opera star. I don't know. Um, but she performed at a Pacers game this week um, where she did the national anthem. Now, you're going to be dazzled by her wardrobe, but try to look past that and listen to the voice. Um, she's got everybody talking.
1: Oh, say can you
2: see early light.
0: I mean, she's got huge lungs. She I can hold a long, her. long note. They—they're going to harness that voice, and she's got a powerful Eventually, voice. Eventually, in a, a lot of confidence. I love her. This is a cautionary tale against drinking in the afternoon. Harvey and Charles here. What are you guys talking <laughs> about? I love her. <laughs> Wait, I like. I love the passion. I, I, I mean, I. What she's are you trying giant. to say, Mike? Yeah, you, you guys thought this was. Good? No, here's what I will say. Look, she. there were definitely, when you listen to the whole thing, and you should, there were definitely some very unique choices she made uh, where she stretched out notes. But I did hear, like, some raw talent and there. I, I honestly believe that this young I th- lady has... She's got a voice. Yeah. She's got a voice. And what she's also got, I love this girl's confidence. I mean... she got a lot of one, that. one of the problems, and, and I'm sorry for getting, like... <laughs> You know, here we go. Uh, uh, you know, on my high horse here. Mm-hmm. But so many kids not that are soft today, and they can't. And 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 they're just meek and afraid, and they don't know how to communicate. This girl has confidence. This girl is calm she is owning the stage i, I when, Mike, whatever she Mike, does this isn't she's going to succeed this isn't her first time right no she, that's like, a great point around. charles she actually and she's become a bit of a, a star in her own right uh, other sports franchises across the country have had her so it's not like she's this local indiana resident where she just went to the local basketball team to sing she has been at other big sporting events well, and she has sung there yeah. you go i mean this look confidence makes a huge difference, and a kid like that, being that composed and fearless, she will conquer whatever she wants to do. I, I would not put it past her. All jokes aside, and I will say this: normally, every uh, national anthem is not like Whitney Houston at the at the Giants and Bills Super Bowl. Doesn't have to be right, but this one is actually really memorable and has people talking. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, It Doesn't have to be Whitney Houston, but we prefer it wasn't Carl Lewis. Well, it's not Respe- respect <laughs> to the Olympic great. But his singing of the anthem was a different. I loved it. Hey, it's Tony here in India. And a lot of my followers here in India were at that Pacer game. And it was a mixed reaction. Look, this girl has pizzazz. Like, you need that to perform on this stage. It's going viral. Maybe that's what her and her family wants, to get her onto a stage to propel her career. Just maybe tone it back just a little bit. But I think there is a lot of potential. She's got the pizzazz. As you mentioned, Harvey, great confidence. You have to have that on this stage. And uh, I think we'll be seeing more of her uh, throughout different NFL, NBA, MLB, MLB games here in 2024. You sound like you're auditioning for Katy Perry's spot on American Idol. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Call me up, I'm available. <laughs>
0: There's about to be an open chair. Uh, I'm sure the owners of the sphere in Las Vegas are wondering how you possibly get a return on the 2.3 billion they spent building the world's largest spherical venue. And they may have a good idea. Uh, U2 is wrapping up their residency. They've been there since, uh, what was it, October? Mm -hmm. And they're looking for another act to spend several weeks, if not months, actually months there. It'll be... um, We heard... They're they're looking for fall and winter. Right. And we heard that the act they are hopefully trying to to target... They made an offer. They made an offer. Actually made an offer. They made an offer. To the Eagles. Um, Now, this wouldn't be until... This fall, later this fall, and they would be there through the winter. Now, it hasn't happened yet. They haven't sealed the deal. They, they're, they're, no deal has been made. But we're told that the Sphere has gone to their people and made that offer, and it would be amazing. So the Eagles actually have a tour that's, um, that's they're starting in September, and they're calling it, I know we've heard this before, the <laughs> final tour. This is it. Oh, I'm not What's believing it? that. The final, well, uh, I think it's called the final ride or something like that. Uh, it starts, in, um, It start, the long goodbye, it's called, and it starts in September. They don't have any dates scheduled in Las Vegas, and maybe they left that open. But they're talking. Maybe they left that open intentionally because they're still in negotiations. It would be amazing. Um- right. This would get me to Vegas for sure. On the surface, this makes so much sense because the Eagles, if people don't realize this, they have two of the three best-selling albums in US history. They got the fans, they got the songs. The only thing I'm curious about is that the whole point of the Sphere is it's it's this big, you know, submersive, immersive experience, and like multi-sensory thing. You too can do that. They've done that for decades. When you see the Eagles, they're always like sitting on stools or just standing on stage playing acoustic guitars. What do they fill that space with? Did you ever see, um, I, I can't remember what show I saw, but they actually did the concert it's it's it still is really visual and they're just so good and they have an orchestra that they're, that they've right. been touring with well and so i think that's interesting adding an orchestra means that there's other now you can add visuals to go along yeah. with the with the orchestra's okay. performance so eric hopefully it's gonna happen eric favorite eagle song uh, i like one of these nights because i like the funkier stuff i love that song what's yours mm. uh heartache tonight desperado I think we. I think. I think we all just said something about ourselves.
3: Kilo <laughs> Seattle, man. I don't know about the Eagles. We should bring Usher
0: in there. He oh, a whole come lot. on. He Usher, Usher could put on a great show there. He, but he's just been in Vegas. I mean. Right. I mean, that's the problem. The Eagles would be great. And, um, and by the way, there was some talk about Beyonce and Harry Styles. That would be great um, too. But right now, they're it, hoping to land. It's gonna the be Eagles. a big venue over a long period of yeah. time. What else you guys want to talk about?
4: Hi, I'm Polly, and I'm from Argentina. So I think that aside from the fact that the news is already pretty disturbing, that Annie Cohen should apologize to Leah and the rest of the people involved for really stepping off the line, for really crossing the line actually. Because um, I think no one should ever go through something like that. So yeah, that's my point of view.
3: Okay, all right, fair enough. Uh, one more. Hi, my name is Zach Ross, calling from Porterville, California, commenting on Kanye West. And you know, some people, consider him a marketing genius. And I wonder if some of this is just kind of, well, he has an album that just came out. So I wonder if, you know, some of this is one, he likes fashion, but then, you know, that's fashion to him. But two, maybe a little bit of a marketing stunt to kind of, you know, make sure he's staying in in the headlines um, for that upcoming al- album.
0: Well, Kristen Cavallari has uh, a new love in her life. A guy named Mark Estes and as you might have guessed. Oh my gosh, he's a he's bit actually good looking. He's actually good looking, <laughs> I know. I, I thought she would branch out and try something different this time, you know? Someone who's not good looking, but all right, fine, Kristen. <laughs> she says- uh, That is an attractive couple. He makes me happy. He's a model, he's also a TikTok star. In fact, he posted uh, a very playful video of them uh, on his TikTok hanging by the pool. They're in Cabo, right? They were in Cabo. Are they back now or maybe they're still in Cabo, but she's has no, gone she- public, so I guess- that must mean it's reached a certain yeah, level I, of seriousness. I'm guessing experience. they're together from that video. You y- know what I'm you saying? You think? I s- Maybe he was just helping her out to the beach. Two years ago, <laughs> I went to I went to Cabo yeah. and and I got COVID there. You're but shocked. I saw her there. She is absolutely beautiful. Honestly, the pictures don't even do her justice. She's Mark amazing. wasn't with her at that time. Mark was not Otherwise, with we would have heard more about Mark, <laughs> <laughs> We'll see <it> tomorrow. <laughs>